This is a Sandy Boy Productions podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to All Have Another Podcast with Lindsay Hine. I'm your host, Lindsay. Thanks for being here. All right. Another Olympic Trials Marathon episode here with McKenna Myler, who is sponsored by ASICS and ran a 226.14, placing seventh at the Olympic Trials Marathon in Orlando just a couple weeks ago. This was a five-minute PR for McKenna. She ran this race 10 months postpartum, still breastfeeding. Uh, This is her third marathon. She ran the McCurdy Micro Marathon in the fall in 231. And before that, she had run the New York City Marathon a couple years back in 240, was injured during that race though. And so that really wasn't, I guess you would say like a show of her full potential. Uh, This was a big race for her though. And the way she talks about the joy she brings into her training and this race, it's no wonder she ran so well. Uh, She's coached by Ryan Hall and she's the mom of two. This is actually her second go around on this podcast. She was on back in August of 2022 after she ran in the track trials, the 10K trials, finishing 14th, less than a year after giving birth to her daughter. We head in a lot of directions in this episode. It was so fun to catch up with McKenna and hear about her big dreams and her love for the sport and really how finding joy in that hard work is what leads to much of her success. Before I let you loose on this conversation, I want to thank Hug for supporting this podcast. This is the most comfortable bra I have ever worn. Also, no inserts. You know how a lot of bras have inserts that get lost or they get crumpled up and you're like halfway through your day and you realize the insert is like crumpled up in your bra? These bras have no inserts and you can wear these bras everywhere. Like I can work out in this bra. You could wear it to the pool. Like you could literally wear it as a bathing suit top if you wanted. You could wear it to a party like under a romper. They're super cute and they are so versatile. Now, most bras are like, you don't throw them in the dryer. You can actually wash these. You can throw them in the washer and dryer. There's no special treatment required. You're gonna wanna check these out. Just go to hug, that's H-U-U-G.co and use the code Lindsay15. That's L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-1-5. That'll get you $15 off any purchase of 110 or more new customers only. Um, This code expires April 30th, 2024. So make sure you get on that now. These bras are amazing and so very comfortable. That's H-U-U-G.co. Use the code Lindsay15, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-1-5. Congratulations on seventh place at the Olympic Trials Marathon. Thank you. It was a really fun race. Um, how much feedback are you getting from your video you posted on Instagram? Like I have so many, I reshared it and I have so many people in my life that like aren't even into running at all. And they're like, who is that? <laughs> like, oh, that what makes is me happy to hear. story? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so fun because I feel like we're in this age now where we do get to see, you know, like, like usually you just hear about the winner, like the top uh-huh. three and like you do get to see so many stories of people just getting to the line and it's it's really cool that like that effect and and like you said the the feedback from people outside of the running world has it has been really fun to get them yeah. to like, understand how it all works <laughs> i think when you have like this additional storyline like that mm-hmm. reel was specifically like obviously you were running very pregnant and training and then you were getting back at it and then you're like in this pack with the top women in the united states like that extra storyline had all these like other moms in my life that have nothing yeah. to do with running being like, oh, because they resonate with that side of it, the side of having totally. babies. Yeah, right, right. And they understand the messiness of it and like, the, like how much you have to like go through to to even make time for yourself for anything, right? To go like, on a walk, let alone yeah. train for the Olympic trials. Right. Um. Yeah. So let's start there, though. How is being a mom of two? Um, you know, it's, it's just constantly changing. Um, I feel like it was, it was definitely like rocking me like right in the beginning, 
because that like first four months, like your sleep is kind of janky and your toddler is getting used to this newborn. <laughs> like, I can't, like, you are needed in all directions. Um, <laughs> uh, and that was, that was definitely hard and, and like trying to still make time um, to feel healthy enough to be running was like, it was a lot, this is a lot on your plate. Um, and you definitely like see like some suffering in the, in the running area, like performance wise. Right. Like I wasn't going to be any anything special and mentally it was just like a little stressful all the time. But then like things started like once you start to get sleep, I feel like you like everything is like so much more manageable. Um and honestly you've also caught me in like I, I children are always changing, right? Like because it's always like hard or easy, like in that sense, right now we're in like a really fun mode. <laughs> my like my son is just like taking off learning like like new things because like past that 10 month mark they really start like putting things together and so it's been really fun like lots of smiles and laughter around here so I'm I'm really enjoying being a mom right now (laughs) do do you feel a little bit of a weight lifted from the race being done uh I mean no not really like I I mean I didn't really feel like the race was like that heavy uh to be honest like I uh, I think a lot of people were actually like, I'm sorry that like, I know it's like bittersweet because you didn't make the team. And I'm like, I, I actually didn't mind. Like I had, like have been having so much fun this whole time. And the race was such a fun learning experience. And honestly, like part of me, when I crossed that finish line, I was like, so glad I didn't make that team. I don't want to do that again. <laughs> like, that was so That's hysterical. Um, and you know, I'm I'm kind of just like staying in the same routine. I took like a down week, and now I'm kind of ramping up training again um, because now it's track season. And I do, and and weight is even like a wrong word, but like I do care a little bit more about track than I than I did about the marathon. Um, okay, just because it's more fun to me. Um, okay. and, and so, yeah, so I guess like, no, because <laughs> I'm like, just, we're just like back into our routine and having fun. <laughs> that is like, that is the most interesting answer because I always think like, I think a lot of people think this, like anybody who's in that top 10 mm-hmm. knows that they actually probably have a shot at making the team. So yeah. you would assume that if yeah. you don't make the team and you're in the top 10, that you're going to be pretty darn disappointed yeah yeah so that's a and wild you, answer thank you uh, well you know what it's funny too it's like I've been like reflecting on that even for like this track season because like I I would love to make the Olympics for this track season right but I think like that's just not my end goal and I think it's like a really sad story to like have made it even to the to the top three and to have not learned like so much about yourself um and and like that is like the valuable part right Mm -hmm. like going making it uh, the olympics is just like this push like i i wouldn't be able to like ask more of myself without the olympics being there Mm -hmm. um but in the end like it's what i've asked of myself and like what i've been able to produce that matters i guess um and the weight is not like being an olympian although that's like really cool and really special I don't know. I think I'll be able to move on with my life if I'm not one. <laughs> Are you um, always this happy? Oh, uh, great question. <laughs> I, I, I am a giggler. I'm totally a giggler. Uh, uh, yeah, I think I do have a happier personality. My dad, when I was little, like, yeah, he was definitely like, you're, such, you're my happy child. <laughs> he, he definitely pinpointed. And when I was going through my teenage years and being like a little more rebellious uh-huh. or whatnot, he was like, what happened to my happy child? I was like, wait, <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I know I am. Uh, yeah, I do like to smile. I do like to enjoy life. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I wonder if that, how much that has to do, maybe this is a silly question because it's like, seems like it has everything to do with it, but like, is that why you had such a great race? Yep. <laughs> um, you know what? Yeah, that's kind of the name like of the Like, without game. the pressure, I mean. Like, without – because I yeah. said, like, was a weight lifted when you were done? And you're like, no, because it almost seemed like there wasn't a weight there because you were enjoying it so much. Right, yeah. Um, it, it is, like, a really special place. You kind of have to, like, guard that space. You have mm. to, like, create, like, a safe space around yourself when you're in – 
like this competitive atmosphere and you see all these like huge names um, and you, yeah, I think it's really easy to create that pressure yourself instead of like it coming from the outside as we often like think of it being. I think a lot of these women create the pressure for them, themselves. Like they're very driven um, and want to succeed women. Like that's why they're at the top. <laughs> they're really good at that. Um, but that's actually been a very key point with my training with uh, Ryan Hall is my coach, if you're familiar with him. Um, and we just constantly talk about how we're just enjoying the process and like making things really fun and light. And, and the more you're relaxed, like the better you're going to perform. So accessing that space is, is very important. So I'm glad you noticed that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that makes the picture. I love that picture of you and Sarah hugging at the finish line. Oh, yeah. And so knowing that Ryan is your coach, like kind of takes that picture like a step further, like it being a little bit more deeper than maybe just a hug with another person running the trials. And obviously you guys are both with ASICs. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know what? Um, yeah. Even though we are both with ASICs, yeah, the connection with her has, has definitely come more from being coached by Ryan and we get to overlap a bit. We really didn't get to train that much together because she's so much faster than me, especially <laughs> at altitude. Um, and then it just, it kind of just like wasn't overlapping with our workouts. And Ryan is very specific to letting your body flow, like with when your workout should be. Um, and so, yeah, like we, we did overlap a little bit, uh, but, and we got to connect, but it, it was really special seeing, um, across the finish line before me and being mm -hmm. like that woman is incredible <laughs> she has done so much for our sport so yeah. yeah what tell me about like choosing ryan as your coach did sarah like sarah have anything to do with that no yeah like we did we didn't have like really any connection besides our like a6 sponsor before i chose like ryan as the coach it actually had to do with rory linkletter who we went to byu together Okay. Um, and he's also coached by Ryan. And so I was looking for a coach because when I went pro, I didn't really have like any coach connection uh, going on. I was mostly coaching myself. I had one guy that was kind of like bouncing ideas off, but I didn't, I wasn't like paying him and like specifically having him do my program. Um, and so I was like, I need to find a coach who's like actually invested in me. Um, and so yeah, I was like kind of looking around and Jared Ward was like, if I wasn't coached by Ed Eyestone, like I would love to be coached by Ryan Hall. Like, I think he's a really smart dude. And I was like, oh, I should, I should look that, look into that. Um, and so then I hit up Rory and was like, how do you like being coached by Ryan? He's like, I love it. And I was like, can you hook me up? And then it kind of went from there. We talked and it just felt really right. Um, instantly from talking to him, I was like this guy, like, I, I hope that he'll <laughs> want to coach me. And then, yeah, he, he seemed really interested in coaching me. I was kind of surprised by that, but yeah, it was fun. Yeah. It seems like he's like <laughs> very much like, I said this when I was talking to Sarah the other day, like a scientist with what he does. Like I'm going to like mm -hmm. figure out what formula works just right for this person. Like yes. you are so different. You are so unique, obviously than Rory or any of the guys. Yeah, no, true. Yeah. What does that look like though? Cause I know that you're very in tune with like your cycle and making sure that you're training properly yeah. with that. So how do you work with him on that? Yeah. Uh, we actually just sat down to talk about that because I've been breastfeeding. So I actually don't even, so he hasn't even had me like, so he started coaching me a couple months into my pregnancy and then, um, I mean, I haven't had my period since then, right? Because um, oh, sure. I'm still breastfeeding. <laughs> and for those That's of you the who don't know, that's the wild part. Like yeah. you, like not only was your baby was your baby nine months old at the trials? Uh, ten months, but yeah, ten months. Yeah, yeah. Like you were also still breastfeeding, which is a totally different layer. Like that's a totally <laughs> other layer than like baby ten months yeah. old and still breastfeeding. Yeah, it, that is a definitely very interesting layer to it because with like taking in new, I was actually just talking to someone about that. Like I felt like I was taking in so much nutrition and I was just like, maybe, maybe it's a part of bonking a little bit more, but it doesn't matter. It's like, you feel it's, like you bonked? Uh, not bonked. Yeah. I didn't hit the wall, but I definitely like slowed down about like 30, 40 seconds per mile. Um, and was like, miles? uh, even the last like 10 K and was okay. like trying to like maintain, like and grab, 
yeah and it was like really trying to get nutrition in that last 10k yeah um but I mean that happens to people who aren't breastfeeding too so (laughs) it could just be like a learning experience over the marathon right so was your baby at the race like did you get baby on boob at finish line or did you pump right away (laughs) I mean I want yeah so actually that was a funny story um there was like a lactation place uh place before um, and I just kind of had this old janky pump that needs like an electric outlet and there was no electric outlet. So kind of long story short, I had ran into these women on the bus who were talking about their babies and they were, uh, we got to talking and I was like, yeah, I'm not even going to be able to use my pump. And this lady was like, you can totally use my pump. And I was like, oh, that is so nice of you. But I was like, I'm not really going to take her up on that. That's really nice of her. And then it was like five minutes before we were about to warm up and she came over and she's like, are you sure you don't want to use my pump? And I was like, okay, yeah, like, I yes. think I'm going to use your pump. <laughs> Get this out. Yeah, because I, like, pumped before uh, we left the hotel, but then they wanted us over there, like, an hour and a half, two hours before, and then it's, like, a two and a half hour race, plus, like, getting back to wherever I have to be to feed, right? Um, and so I was like, I, I should probably pump. Um, so I pumped. And so I wasn't, like, super full by the end of the race. Um, like, it took some time to even, you can't, your family, uh, so my husband was able to come find me, but my kids were with my in-laws. Mm-hmm. And so like, I had to, they, it's like, not anyone can just like come in right. to where you are. <laughs> uh, so I had to go, yeah, go find them a little Hand bit. Give me that after. baby real quick. Any baby yeah. actually, just give me a baby. <laughs> yeah, so I was lucky. Like, I feel like if I was like a six, like six months or younger, it would have been like, okay, which I had up so much faster. Before. Yeah. Totally. But it's like 10 months, he's eating food and I'll be yeah. good. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, so how did you change your nutrition plan, like on the race course with breastfeeding? Was it that much different? Um, It's really not that much different. I mean, not, I mean, we're not doing like any scientific tests, so I don't yeah. know. Like, yeah. Um, Right. Because uh, this is really my like first go around of like testing out nutrition for a marathon because I'd done the New York marathon before this and my nutrition kind of like just didn't work out and I didn't practice it that well beforehand. And then like during the race, I couldn't get it out. So it was just like, the, yeah, it's been a whole different ball game of learning how that works. And so I've been like breastfeeding the whole time. Um, oh, but, yeah. But yeah, I think I have been just like a little more heavy on like the electrolyte side. Um, I dump salt on everything. I don't know if you are like, like have you experienced that? Oh, I love that? it. I love salt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like when I'm breastfeeding though, it's mm. like, oh yeah, I'm dumping it on like, you're just losing like a lot of iodine. Um, so that definitely is a part of it, but I think, you know, you're eating like pretty similarly. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I, I'm not sure if there was like too much of a difference. Hey everybody, listen up. I am going to be at the Shamrock Marathon the weekend of March 15th through 17th. There's an 8K on that Saturday and the half marathon and the marathon is that Sunday. We are going to have a blast. They have the best after parties. This is the Yingling Shamrock Marathon live music yingling beer at the finish and i'm gonna have a meetup a group run it's gonna be so fun i'll be speaking at the expo and i really hope that i can see you there if you are looking for a little getaway this march come to virginia beach with me this is gonna be so much fun this is one of my favorite marathons i actually ran a pr there my best time in 2013 and held on to that for like five years. It's a flat, fast race, and it's one of the most friendly, family-friendly races out there. So go to shamrockmarathon.com. Use the code LINDSAYSHAM, that's L-I-N-D-S-E-Y, SHAM10, for 10% off your registration. I hope to see you there. Okay, so yeah, you mentioned the, so New York in 2021 when you were mm-hmm. in the 240 and then we've got yeah. the McCurdy marathon. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's when you qualify for trials. Yeah. And that was six months after. And that, that race, speaking of breastfeeding, I was super full after that. Oh, I bet. Like, yeah, that was like, okay, I need to pump now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause I was up six months. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I was talking to my friend, Matt Chittam about you. Cause I was like, I'm about, I was just talking to him on the phone literally three minutes before we got on. And I was like, I gotta go. I'm interviewing McKenna Myler. And he was yeah. like, she runs with 
more joy than anybody I've ever seen. Right. <laughs> he was at so the McCurdy cute. marathon. Yeah, he was like, yeah. she clearly was working like so hard, but like, she just looked so happy the entire time. Yeah. That race was funny. I just couldn't stop smiling because the, it's like the cheers. There was like so few people there that everyone there was there for you. And like, uh. you knew where everybody was. Cause it's like, you're doing like six laps, right? And like, or something, eight laps, I think it was. And like, I started to be like, know where everyone was. And like, I saw a ton of people out there with their kids. And like, I was making me reflect on my kids. And I was just like feeling like so, so much gratitude for having like a healthy body to be able to do this, being like six months postpartum. Um, yeah. So that's really like special that he said that because yeah. I do. I find a lot of joy in, in running. <laughs> I love your mentality too of like, I want to have babies now mm-hmm. and I want to run fast now. And I don't yeah. have to like sacrifice one or the other. Like I can do both. Um, and I'm sure that feels overwhelming at times because like, yes. <laughs> like kids need a lot of freaking attention, like physical, yeah. emotional, all the things. Yeah, um, totally. And once you have more than one, you're juggling like the attention thing, right? Like yeah. uh-huh. your toddler is probably like craving attention while you're like feeding the baby. And you know, I mean, I'm still mm-hmm. getting that to this day and my kids are way older than that. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's like usually when someone is acting out, it is almost 100% because they want attention. Totally. Totally. Like they see their brother getting more attention. So my -hmm. point with all that is like, how do you like make those decisions? Like, yeah, it's worth it to keep pursuing the running so hard, even though I'm in this like very physically needy stage with my kids. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) I've, this is something else I've, I've been thinking a lot about. Um, and I actually was like just teaching my daughter this kind of this concept because she was, she was acting out about, like, I think she like threw her stuffed animal at my husband or something. Cause she was like, I don't want you here. Um, and we were just like, cause she wanted like to lay with me or, and not lay with him or something. Like if, if, if you don't have kids, like this, it's never, they pick one or the other. They pick they the do. person they're not supposed. They they want the person they're not supposed to have. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Who can't like give you're leaving. You're le- you're yeah. gonna leave, and that's who they have to have. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and so like with kids, I feel like I've felt less stressed with these situations because like it's more about them than it ever is about me. Uh, uh, and yeah. I feel like it's really easy to start feeling stressed when. Um, like, I'm like, you're attacking me. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, like my husband, for example, if he used to be like, why are you treating me like this? Like, that's like an angry situation versus something like uh, seeing my daughter and being like, okay, like she's obviously dealing, this has nothing to do with her throwing mm-hmm. stuff down at me. This has everything to do with the fact that she is like needing to fill this cup of attention. Um, and I think a lot of times, like going back to this like happiness note, um, this last year, one of my goals was to uh, be more fun <laughs> and was like to, to resort to being more fun. And um, my dad is, and my mom have always just been like an incredible example of this to me where uh, they're they so so I'm one of seven kids. And so like they are kid people, <laughs> you know, what I mean, like they know how to do kids. Um, and it's just like so life is just so much more fun um, when you make it fun. Like it, it sounds so simple, but like, for example, my daughter was like starting to kick and scream because she didn't want to take a nap. And instead of being like, you have to take a nap, like, I don't like, we're not negotiating this. If I find myself like, instead of, you know, like you start like pounding your hands like toward them and you're like, I'm coming to get you. Uh-huh. Like and you just make uh-huh. it. And then they can't, you can just like see it in her face that she can't stay mad at me. Like uh-huh. she like has to start laughing or like, and um I think just navigating the attention is more like yeah just making it it's not personal (laughs) Um, and like I mean that's everything in life like anytime someone is interacting with you it's probably it's more so about them uh, with like big reactions than it is about like you um so anyway yeah I would say I love that that we navigated that (laughs) that's so smart 
I try to remember to do that, but I don't always do it. Well. Oh, totally. I, I that's what I that's why I had to make the goal because like I was starting to get so serious. I knew like having two kids was going to be stressful, and I was like, I need to be more fun. Like everything yeah. needs to be a game. Everything needs to be like more. And obviously, we need to take some things in life seriously. And I'm not perfect at this, like what I'm explaining to you. But yeah, it is. It is just a good reminder to have like top of mind. I think when you have I young used, kids. Yeah, I used to see my sister doing that, and I'd be like, "What is she doing?" But it like would yeah. work, and, yeah. I, and then her yeah. kid would like start laughing. And like <laughs> I don't do it as much as I should, but also, I know even like I find myself taking things personally to this day. Like, why are you doing this to me? And it's like, mm -hmm. this is, I'm like, I'm a grown woman. This isn't about me. Like, why, <laughs> yeah, why are totally. my feelings getting hurt? Like, totally. yeah. you know, we do that though. And yeah, we do. yeah this is a really, are, are you on my parenting podcast or my running podcast right now? Yeah. Cause I think you could do both. Yeah, both. <laughs> it definitely, it definitely helps to be knowledgeable in both. Um, well, tell me about though, like, the decision after you had so is your youngest a girl or boy he's a boy yeah a boy so I have Kenny Lou is my older girl and then uh Wakefield is my 10 month old yeah oh I love it tell me about the decision to like like were, was this plan like were you like okay I'm gonna have a baby and then like I think I can get back in shape if I'm 10 months postpartum for the trials or was it just like okay what happens happens yeah I mean I think there's always a healthy mindset to like keeping an open mind that like things could not be ideal. Yeah. Um, right. Like that, like they're going to be um, like twists and turns that you're going to have to navigate. Um, and, you know, I, I think, yeah, that's like a really like strong mindset to be in to, to know that you can handle those twists and turns. Right. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, that was like the plan was when I called Ryan and I was four months pregnant and I was honestly not taking running very seriously at all. Cause I was like, I've already done this like hardcore pregnancy thing, uh, where I was just running a lot and I didn't want to be the crazy pregnant lady <laughs> so again, like, again. Yeah. Another so viral like, TikTok. <laughs> I was like, I just want to be mellow. But then after I called Ryan, um, he was like, look, like, I think you have a goal that you, you want to be like a factor at the, uh, marathon Olympic trials. Uh, cause this is my first marathon Olympic trials. I'd done the track trials mm -hmm. after Lou and that's when I went pro. Uh, but this is my first marathon. And, um, he said, you know, he's like, if you, if you, you've got some work to do. So like, we need to start tomorrow. And I was like, okay. Like while you were pregnant. Yeah. While I was pregnant, I was like, all right, fine. Like, <laughs> which was good. It was like a really good, um, good to have like direction again uh and to start to do like the little things that really compound and add up because I was kind of letting a lot of that slide um and so I had direction again and yeah it was it was the goal I guess to be like okay let's see let's make sure like I'm as fortified and healthy as possible so that again by the end of this pregnancy um I'll be able to heal quickly and like feel fortified again like when I start when I choose to start running um, and that's not like having to build strength from the ground up. Um, it's just about like recovering enough, you know? Yeah. So how did you like approach that training when you were, as you were like, your belly is growing even more and, you know, it gets a little bit like hips get a little bit sore and all the things that happen when you're pregnant. Like, did you approach everything with just effort based? Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, Ryan will like kind of throw paces out there to give you like a ballpark, but um, I'm experienced enough that he knows that if he tells me kind of like the ballpark, like I know what the effort level is. Mm -hmm. um, and cause for sure that was like, there were times when he didn't realize like the ballpark had changed and I'm like, you know, I've gained it, or it was like in a super like heavy growth phase or something. And yeah. I was like, yeah. Nope, that's like <laughs> those phases were out the door. Um, but so, yeah. And, and that was also like a really cool way to introduce like being coached by Ryan because we were both learning so much. Um, because with, with Lou, I was kind of like guessing a lot. And this time we kind of knew, um, like what I would be able to handle, but at the same time it's a different pregnancy. Um, and I did get like more around ligament pains, which was like really hard. 
Um, and I was doing a lot more speed work and lifting with Ryan. Um, and so I was really tired. Like there was, there was a lot of, and then having to like also balance a toddler and not be able to like sleep whenever you want. Um, yeah, there was a lot of like cranky moments where I was like, I, I just need to eat more. Like, and everything, yeah. everybody will be happier <laughs> if I eat more. You know? Get a snack. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Well, and I think too, like, even though Ryan isn't a female, hasn't like experienced pregnancy himself, as right. I said, was saying earlier, like he just seems like a scientist at whatever he's doing. Like he's going to totally. do all the research. He was probably like, mm -hmm. Ooh, my first elite pregnant marathon. Like, <laughs> what are all the things I need to research yeah. to make this successful? Yeah. I'm sure he was yeah. just all in with it. I mean, yeah. And he's just so good at listening to feedback um, and like understanding the feedback. Um, and then, uh, yeah. Like I said, uh, it was just like a really good way to like understand how Ryan works that we were just like so much more into the effort, right? And like the responsiveness rather yeah. than like any hard lined numbers. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I didn't, I, that's, I didn't really answer your question about like even like the menstruation thing because we did sit down and talk about that. Oh, and yeah. he was like, all right, like let's, let's talk about how we can like structure workouts around like that when your period, because I'm probably going to like start weaning around a year, which is in like two months. Um, and, and so I'm like, we need to start like looking ahead and being like, I, I have to structure. I don't feel good on these days. And like, you need to do VO2 workouts, like on my, the week I'm on my period and, or like the week after, because like, I'm, I promise like I will nail those workouts and yeah, like my body yeah. will respond. Um, and then we'll do like longer workouts as, as the cycle goes on. Um, and then more rest days in, like right before my period. Um, so yeah, we have talked about that and he's excited. He's like, you just need to keep communicating with me. And I, yeah. So he, yeah, he's incredible being able to like communicate with someone about that. <laughs> I would be so interested to know how many pro female runners actually do that. Like actually, Right. design their plans around their cycles. I mean, it depends and, on if they're having a cycle for sure, but like, right, right. That does depend on that. Um, and how consistent it is. Uh, and even honestly, like I didn't change that much. And it, if you take away anything from this, I've, I've said this before, but if you take away anything from like your cycle, it's that like, cause, cause what used to happen to me was I, I would have this bad workout. And I would be like, I'm doomed. Like I, the talent was never there. Like I'm not that good of a runner. Um, and then I would have this amazing workout and be like, I'm like, I'm ready. Like I'm going to be like amazing at this race. And if anything, like without changing any plan, if you're not communicating to your coach, it's just like knowing what's going on is really helpful. So when you do have that bad workout and you're like, okay, it's not a big deal. Like it'll be back next week. Like, yeah, it's, it's okay. <laughs> um, and, and I have like gone through the phase where, um, yeah, like I said, you're not really changing things so much. Like you're still showing up and seeing what will happen. Um, but you're not, but you're just like more aware and, um, like ready to pull back a little bit more when you know, things like aren't feeling well and you don't, you don't have to press or prove anything. Um, and then know that like when your hormones are in a place like that are feeling good, like, you can press and it'll feel good. Um, I think that's a mental aspect that changes everything, even if you don't change any training plan. <laughs> oh, for sure. That for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like easy to just ignore it. But like once you start paying attention, it's a total yeah. game changer mentally. too. Totally yes. Maybe mentally yeah. more than anything. Totally. Totally. It's really interesting. <laughs> So you're one of your posts, you're like, stay delusional. And I laughed so hard when I saw that. Yeah. How do you do that? Like, how do you, um, do you know what I mean? Like on yeah. days where you're like, cause you, you, maybe you're sleeping better now, but like mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like you can't predict your sleep when you have little kids, you just can't like, you don't know what's totally. going to happen. Yeah. Someone gets sick. Someone grows a tooth. It's like, yeah, man, someone's up. <laughs> the, the teeth really get yeah. you too, because you're like, yeah. wait, we were really in a good system here. What's yeah. going on? I mean, honestly, it, it totally. keeps happening too. Like, actually, last year, my six year old gets into bed with me. He's my third, and he's like whining about his tooth. And I remember I woke up in the middle of the night. He's crying about his tooth, and I Google six year old teeth, 
And I'm like, this is literally the third time I've done it. And I still don't know what's going on. I'm Googling about his tooth and he's six. And it was like, yeah, yeah, at six years old, they get molars. So like problem solved. We know what it is, but it it keeps, you know, randomly happening. It definitely tapers off a lot, but like there's always random stuff. So my question is like, when you're just bone tired and you're like, wow, that was not a great night there. Yeah. Yeah. How do you stay like, where's that fire come from to like keep get, getting after it? Cause you, I mean, you ran right. freaking 226 and got seventh at the trial. So there's a fire. <laughs> yeah. I definitely, definitely hungry for more. Uh, but so the delusional thing kind of came from <laughs> <laughs> more so of, it's so interesting. So everyone sees this like massive jump, right. Mm. Um, of, like from the trials race and they're like, Whoa, like how did this person perform like this? But if you are to like look back, right? Like you have this like down period of where you're heavily breastfeeding, lack of sleep, or you were pregnant this full nine, 10 months. Um, and in that period, like sticking to the basics and letting these little efforts compound, I feel like uh, my body was progressing. We just didn't see the outcome. And that's like, to me, what's delusional is like, you're not seeing the outcome, but you are like, you are doing the basics. You are letting these like small, little, simple things compound um, until it explodes exponentially into this mm. outcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not staying delusional. Like one day I'll just let <laughs> things happen. <laughs> I can be the best in the world. Like, no, that's, uh, I think staying delusional is, knowing that doing everything like within your power and just because like the outcome isn't what everyone thinks it should look like Mm. like you're just kind of like waiting for your that time for like the Mm -hmm. the the outcome the exponential to explode like you're Um, chipping you're chipping mm -hmm. away in all these different areas yeah but people just don't see it like they because like you know i'm 30 pounds heavier than what it was or because you know, you're not getting the sleep uh, that you need right now, uh, but you're still trying your best to like keep your body in a responsive and fortified state. Um, yes, I think, yeah, they, the results can't help but, but come. So excited to be partnering with UCAN for 2024. UCAN's award-winning Edge Energy Gels last longer than any other gels and provide a more consistent feeling of energy. You know so many pros are using UCAN. It is a legit product. Emily Sisson, Sarah Hall, Emma Bates, Kira D'Amato, so many pros and non-pros rely on UCAN to fuel their training and recovery. And if you haven't tried it yet, now is the time. UCAN is offering the All Have Another community an exclusive chance to try four edge samples for free. All you pay is the cost of shipping. Head over to youcan.co slash another to claim this exclusive offer. You can also check out the full variety of UCAN products at UCAN.co and save 20% off your entire order with the code ANOTHER. So go get those free edge samples, the four samples for free. Just go to UCAN.co slash another to claim that exclusive offer. And then if you want to check out the whole store, go to UCAN.co and for 20% off your order, use the code ANOTHER. Check it out. Let me know what you think. I wanted to ask you about, you had posted about like ASICs supporting you and your husband being such a good support. And when you, you know, emailed Ryan and you were like, I want to do this. He was like, yes. Like everybody was like, yes, yes, yes. Um, And obviously we've made just like massive strides. Like (laughs) from, from when Kara Goucher was running post baby, you know, like, um, and you mentioned the lactation station, like at the start Uh line. Uh, did, did these things even come into your mind though? Like, do you, have we made enough progress that you were like, a six is going to be fine with it. Like everybody's going to be supportive. Um, yeah, that's it. So kind of going back to, to the worst thing. Mm. Um, I kind of, I was just okay with the idea that they wouldn't be supportive. Hmm. Um, and and you know that maybe comes from like a little bit of a place of privilege where like i'm not like the supporting role um in our family um i'm just like contributing more so and 
financially right um and and so I was kind of like you know I uh like I'm going to like to be able to contribute like wherever I can in this world kind of feeling um and if ASICS doesn't want to accept that like they're that's their loss it's not mine you know Mm. um again like it's like it's more about them than it is about me um or I guess it is about like in the same sense it is like about me um and owning my own space uh and I think when we kind of like approach the world in that way, um, people want to do us favors. They want to support you um, and they want to see what you have like to contribute. But like you said, we've come leaps and bounds and ASIC, he, he did ask me, Ben um, is his name. He was like, do, were you nervous at all? Like telling me, I was like, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> but I just wanted to like let you know so we can like start working on things, um, especially if like, you guys want to like highlight anything about like pregnant running um, and ASICs and they did, which was really fun to work with them. But um, yeah, uh, he was so supportive. It was more just like, all right, like, so we'll just keep paying you and, and uh, like <laughs> let you keep training, let you keep doing your thing. Uh, and then, well, he, he honestly, uh, he's really good at like treating you like a human first and athlete second. And he was like, if you need to take like a whole year before you, you know, start competing again, like do it. I was like, nope, <laughs> I can't, I can't wait <laughs> no, that long. No, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I will be starting a race this year. Uh, so yeah, anyway, it was, it was a really good interaction with them. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. if I feel like at this point, if brands aren't being supportive in this way, like totally. what, what year are you living in? Like what's yeah. happening? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it's more so, yeah, even like with the lactation center, um, that was like really helpful. And that's not at every race. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, like that's definitely not a thing. Because uh, even at the Houston, uh, the Houston half, um, I had to go into a porta potty to pump. And, oh, you and I was like trying, I was trying to pump in the athlete room. Um, and I just like, I use like a baggy t-shirt, you know, yeah. and just like go under my baggy t-shirt. Um, but it just like, wasn't <laughs> happening. Well, was, like, I couldn't see, like, I'm like, is uh-huh. this like working or not? Um, and I hate that you had to go to a porta potty. Yeah, it was okay. I was in there for like five minutes and you dump the milk anyway. It's not like yeah. I was giving that. Cause I, I didn't bring my, my, to clarify, I didn't bring my children with me on that trip. Um, yeah. so, but yeah, anyway, so there is like work to because people just aren't thinking about it. They're like, how many women are really going? And they'll like make do with, they already have like their plan maybe. Um, I mean, all you really need is one of those, like, like all a really race would have to do is like put one of those like portable pop-up dressing rooms. Yeah, totally. That's what they did at the trials. Yeah. yeah. You can buy them for like $75 at, (laughs) at um, like Dick's or whatever. Yeah, totally. Come on races. Like this is not a big investment here. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe even provide a little cooler to set the milk in if you want. Really? Oh oh my gosh. This is like a two hundred dollar fix here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um okay, but well I guess we'll we haven't talked about the race specifically, but I the other thing I wanted to bring up was like the getting back into shape. I don't know a better way there's a better way to put it though. Um after baby and like everybody Uh has their own timeline I feel like we went through this phase where it was like we were really sensitive and gentle and careful and everybody's got to be so careful post baby yeah and at the same time I'm like well everybody's got to just like listen to their own body and do what they want right okay yeah Uh uh-huh so I'm curious like with you with your story and your plan like how did you view all that and like did you ever get lashed back like why is she coming back so fast and things like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah I mean like so with my first baby there definitely was a caution uh with like my friends and family that's like are uh, like not like what are you doing but it's like yeah. make sure you're being careful like and like like listen to your body which I think is a like it's a helpful reminder to be like, you don't have to like push past things that are uncomfortable right now. That's yeah. not the time, not the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and like, even, even still breastfeeding, we had talked about this uh, um, with some other breastfeeding women, like there's still a lot of relaxing that's going through your body. Um, and so there is like your hips falling out of place or like, like everyone's kind of dealing with different things. 
Um, and so for me, um, I feel like that journey started a long time ago um where like i i keep using this word because i feel like it's a really accurate word where you're just like fortifying your body like you should be like women should be lifting throughout high school like <laughs> in my opinion yeah, as they're building and like building like muscle and tendon and ligament strength and bone density which is huge um like especially as you're breastfeeding and and cartilage like like there's a I don't think we know everything, but like there's a big chance that with breastfeeding, like a lot of that, uh, not a lot of that, but that could start be, uh, you could start going into those stores while you're yeah. breastfeeding, right? Yeah. So you need enough for it for both of you, um, in a sense. And and so I think going back and fortifying with lifting and heavy lifting is a is a big deal, um, and is a big reason why. Uh, post baby, I was able to like move forward with the body that I had um, to like, because my tendon and ligament strength um, was really good <laughs> from from being fortified. Uh, and so I, I didn't have to uh, navigate like pelvic floor um, as much, right? Like there's still that there that like, I had to navigate a little bit, but um, I wasn't having to like rebuild from the bottom up. Because um, you were building the whole time. Yeah, because I'm building the whole, like before I even got pregnant. Yeah. You know? Do you do you think you lift more than a lot of professional runners? Like, do you are you lifting how many days a week? Oh, um, so now, yeah, with Ryan, we probably lift like once or twice a week. We never lift okay. more than that. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, in college, I was lifting two to three times a week constantly. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah, I put in a couple of years of that. Um, and I think you can get away with one to two times a week. I think you can just touch it as a runner. Um, yeah. But just as a like human, an athlete, you should be lifting two or three times a week. <laughs> yeah. And is it like phase? Like when you're focused on training for the trials, like mm -hmm. it goes down and then do you lift oh, for sure. more? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, it's not like about the week it's more about like when you can um when it's appropriate to stress your body um yeah so it's not like you have to lift once or twice a week like sometimes there's a week that we don't lift um okay just depends how far apart the workouts are yeah, yeah. um all right well i guess we can wrap up here talking about the actual trials a little bit um yeah. tell me about just like your mindset in the race and and how you felt throughout Okay, well, I did have this thought that I want wanted to tell you about. Um, yeah. Where I, I do feel like going back to the joy thing. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've, I've gotten to experience more joy um, with running the more I've separated my worth from running. Um, and, and kind of going back to how you view Ryan, it's like it's all this experiment. It's all this, like, learning. Um, and it's not my value. <laughs> it's not my worth. Um, and, and so it's it's just way more fun in this like curious mindset uh, and this learning and like connective mindset where like the opportunities open up. Like the reason I love running fast is like there's all these opportunities open up. Like the more I run fast, the more I get connected to people, the more like I get to um tell people about these cool things i'm learning which hopefully help their lives um and so so that's like a huge draw for me uh and and so going into this race um i felt really focused uh just going back to that like kind of like i'm just here to like see what's going to happen um we've already done the work uh, i wasn't relying on a, a workout i did you know, six weeks ago, that was like, hopefully things are going to work out. It was like, I've just been consistent and we're just going to see what happens. Um, and Ryan put it really well. He said, there's going to be an opportunity for you. I don't know what the opportunity is, but he's like, you're going to be in the position to take it. Um, and he's, he's such a good coach. Like he's really good at just like looking me in the eye and like having full confidence in me. Um, yeah. and, and that helps me. It's kind of like this circular thing, like, helps me feel more confident about my race instincts, about, um, yeah, running well. And then like, he can have more confidence in me because like I showed more confidence and then like, yeah, <laughs> it's just this great circle. Um, 
so yeah, I felt I felt really confident. Um, I I like to not have paces in mind, and again, like this effort level and knowing my body. Um, and so we kind of had like this race plan that I would probably, based off my training, be kind of like in the second like chase pack, and then be able to pick off people in the last um, six miles, and then um, I I just when the gun went off, um, I wanted to be in that front pack. Um, oh, I felt okay. comfortable. Um, and uh-huh. I, I, I think when you taper correctly for a marathon, you kind of feel this magic in your legs. And like, I felt the magic in my legs where I was like, okay, like I feel really comfortable. I'm not going to look at my watch and I'm just going to mm-hmm. kind of stick with these girls and do whatever they're doing and just race every mile. Um, and I had a lot of fun doing that. And I learned, I learned a ton. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to, cause like when Fiona took off and then like everybody kind of broke up a little bit, mm-hmm. like who were you with? Oh yeah. So that was like mile 19. Like what were yeah. you doing? So I think what happened was, um, actually, no, I think it was more like mile 18. 18? Um, yeah, because, uh, Dakota Lindworm and, um, Caroline Rodich, they, uh-huh. um, they dropped back first. Okay. And then I was still with the group. So then I remember thinking, I'm like, I could go or, and I could like easily fall off yeah. and like not be even be able to finish the race yeah. or like I can kind of do damage control right now and like, yeah. and just like finish, be able to finish strong, like regroup a little bit. Um, and so then Dakota and Caroline passed me as I was like regrouping again. I tried to go with them and I did it just didn't and so then I was by myself and then I was kind of just trying to let the next Emily Durgin and and Sarah Hall is trying to see if they would come back to me um and I ended up passing Emily and then Emily yeah yeah uh almost gaining on Caroline and Sarah yeah but, I was say how yeah. far back did you finish from them I actually don't know I have I was seconds though it wasn't like yeah, over right, 20 seconds, seconds. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. you were kind yeah. of all like stringing and like jet right like the, yeah yeah, um, yeah. Emily Durgan. Poor Emily. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I know. She, she was, was fought. <laughs> she was fighting hard, man. She, she was fighting so hard. Yeah. And I actually, I saw her coming through and I was like, man, she looks like she yeah. took it to the absolute limit. And then I later saw the video when she fell down. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like you said, it's like third to 10th place. Yeah. Um, you, it was, it was not a matter of fitness. It was yeah. a matter of like who held their nutrition together the best on that day. Um, that, yeah, that was like that. Really was like what? Wow, that that's was. so crazy to think about too. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. like that it could make that, that like yeah, that difference. Makes a difference. <laughs> totally. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll end with this question. It's kind of a big question, but like I was thinking about this as you were talking about the joy with running, and then like our conversation with parenting. It's like how do you marry the seriousness of the training mm-hmm. with that joy and fun? And then I was like, that kind of goes with our parenting conversation because like, obviously like parenting is a serious thing. Like we're trying to raise really good humans here and like yeah. <laughs> do the keep best alive, we can. Keep them contributing. <laughs> yeah. Sure like the world doesn't revolve around them. Yeah. yeah like totally. <laughs> teach them how to be like, how to yeah. raise an adult, like how to be, mm-hmm. A kind, caring, contributing person. Um, yeah, totally. But if we obsess over that so much, like mm-hmm. we're not going to have fun. There's not going to be joy. And you think the same with running too. Like you're trying right. to be this like really good runner. Like you want to make teams or or maybe that's not the important part, but like you wanted to run to the best yeah. of your abilities yeah, and trained your yeah. butt off for it. No, and I will say we we do want to make teams. Like, yeah, that's a totally fine thing to say. Yeah, I want to make teams. (laughs) You're not devastated that you didn't. I guess I should say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going back to the beginning of the conversation. But, yeah, okay, Mm -hmm. we want to make teams. Like, we want to do the best we can possibly do. But if we lose sight of the joy and the fun of it, like, will we be successful? And what's even the point? Right. Like, what's the point of the seriousness? So how do you do the both? How do you, how do you like marry those things with parenting (laughs) and running, you know? Right. I love that you're using the word marry because I thought, I think we just like try to have one right answer constantly when it's always a yin and yang of things. Like, 
and everyone has like a little bit different of a yin and yang like a different feminine masculine balance or whatever like but so the point is is that you marry them because that means they work together and they feed off of each other right um like the seriousness like the fact that i care so much um like makes it more fun um it's more fun to care (laughs) like it's more fun like i'm living i feel like i'm living more and like Mm-hmm. I'm I'm developing deeper connections with things because of the seriousness. Um, but the flow of it, like right, like the the enjoyment part, um, the the reason, like I I would I, I I hesitate. I don't like to say like we live for happiness mm. um, because I don't I don't think we do. But like we thrive in happiness. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you kind of put it together already like it's just yeah, the marrying. It's like, I love that like the marrying of the concepts <laughs> you yeah have like, to was work that together. even a question did I, I was, yeah I said as I was saying and I was like how would I feel if someone asked me that question because is it even a question yeah. or is it more of a statement yeah no 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're developing like a chemistry um because I'm, I'm like thinking about my own marriage even yeah. in this question where you know there's there's not necessarily this like chemistry that consistently lasts forever right like you have this chemistry that you work together but but then after you're married not after you're married like even when you're dating like you should be working on how working on how that chemistry works like you should be putting hard work first um and respecting each other and then when you marry these concepts right the seriousness and the fun like they should be respecting each other and not like blowing one out of the water (laughs) Yeah, no, it's so true. I mean, that's because like in your marriage, if you're like constantly looking at the other person for like finding their faults instead of like seeing like where, what am I bringing to the table here? Like, so what are the two different concepts bringing to the table? Yeah. Yeah, This is a marriage podcast, guys. Now it's a marriage podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We've got marriage, we've got parenting, we've got running, we've got pregnancy. Um, Okay, so what were you reading and jesting? Like what inspiration were you pulling before the race? Were you reading or listening to anything? Um, yeah, I try to do a lot of things that uh, keep my mind kind of focused, but not focused. Um, uh-huh. Which I think kids are, are part of that. Like you're like with the, <laughs> with your kids and not able to really like uh-huh. ruminate too much on the race. Um, but I do a lot of drawing on myself. Um, I, I, I do like the, the ink like you tattoos. Draw? Yeah, <laughs> like for sure. I love, oh, um, nice. I still have some of the remnants of it. Like my ear was all inked up. Um, really? Cause it's just fun. Like I really like doodling. It's like for the race you had your ear inked up. Well, yeah, it's like fake. Cause it was yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. But like, <laughs> like with a Sharpie? Uh, no, it was like a, it's like a tattoo pen. Um, oh, yeah, and I'll like do my cool. foot. Um, so I really like, I didn't have the, we, oh, we watch Modern Family. That's, I was oh. like, why can't we watch anything? Like Modern Family's great. That's such a I haven't show. watched that in forever. Um, but yeah, just keeping things light and like anything humorous. Um, not again, like just not trying to feel any pressure. Like another thing, you know, Ryan texted me before the race and I was like, you've already won. Mike, just go have fun. And like, oh. yeah. I'm like, I've already won. Like, <laughs> I don't need to. I'm like, I felt that. Like, mile, you know, 22, 23, 24. I was like, I've already won. Like, I just need to, like, collect dues now. <laughs> um, and and so, yeah, I'm not, like, trying to ingest any, like, last-minute inspiration. That was something else. Like, I was like, I'm not that, – that was, like, part of – I was like, you don't have to be a superhero, like, at, at the end when, like, I was trying to catch people and like you don't have to be a superhero like you just need to be consistent and maintain um because i think that's important i think sometimes we try to be like this hundred percent or this like person that like is above us in in some way and it's like you just need to be yourself like you just need to like show what's there um so yeah i wasn't really ingesting too much kind of just talking to people and like filling my cup <laughs> with that <laughs> Well, congratulations. Such a big day. (laughs) I'm excited to see what you do at the track. Oh, me too. I'm really excited to have some fun there. (laughs) It'll be great. Thanks for coming on the show, McKenna. Thank you for letting me explore all those thoughts. That's great. Thanks, Lindsay. (laughs) 
All right, friends. Thanks so much for being here today. Thanks, McKenna, for coming on the podcast. You guys can find McKenna on Instagram. She's Ben's McKinn's on Instagram. I'm Lindsay Hines 626 You can learn more about this show and all the shows in our network at sandyboyproductions.com. Don't forget to check out the Relay Podcast. I'm a co-host over there, and we're having so much fun on that show. I also host a podcast for parents that's more of a lifestyle podcast called Why Is Everyone Yelling with Lindsay Hine. Thanks for being here, and we'll see you next week on I'll Have Another.